Om. Hello and welcome to It's All Right Here, the podcast series where I share short and sweet tips, strategies, and practices to help you live your very best life. If you stick around long enough, you will build a toolbox full of all things good for you, all here to help you rise into your next best and highest evolution. I'm your host, Britt B. Steele, and I have spent the last 25 years doing my very best to live my most optimal life and to help women do the same. So without further ado, let's get started. Hello there, welcome and welcome back. And first of all, uh, thank you for all of you who've been with me and have been listening all along. Uh, as you know, we tell stories, or I tell stories, and I hope to inspire you and to help you uh, live your best life. Now, that being said, last week was a story. It was a really deep share on my part. So if you didn't get a chance to listen to that, I encourage you to head on back to last week's podcast. But if you did, and you're here with me today, today is going to take a 180 degree turn, and we are going to be going into practical, deep and real teachings related to the ancient art of Ayurveda, which is the sister science to yoga. So let's jump right in to the content related to this topic. Those who have been hanging around with me for some years now remember when I was studying in India with Dr. Vasant Lad and uh, I was there for three months studying with Dr. Vasant Lad, and then I also completed two extensive online trainings under the direction of Dr. David Frawley. So there was a time when I was living and breathing and teaching Ayurveda. These days, however, I don't really teach Ayurveda as an isolated art as much as I live it, and it just sort of oozes out of everything that I do in the programs that I offer, in coaching, and when you arrive here on the doorstep of La Sagrada, most definitely. So if you don't know what Ayurveda is, it's a nature-based medical model, if you will, that's been around for thousands of years. And it's designed to support every one of us from the perspective of finding your personal inner and outer balance rather than looking at things through a treatment uh, model or looking at things through the perspective of what others have experienced in the past. It really comes down to who you are, what you're experiencing, and what you need. And it helps each and every one of us personally optimize the health of our bodies, minds, hearts, and spirits. And it's essentially doing its work within us to help create as close to possible as perfect coordination where your physiology, your psychology, and your spirituality are all working together so that you can access health, vitality, clarity, joy, and peace of mind. It is food, lifestyle, and nature-based practices. And unlike our Western medical model, there's really no pill popping and there's definitely no quick fixes. Instead, in order for you to find your own perfect balance or coordination, 
you're going to be required to work. Do the work. And I promise you're going to feel the benefits of doing so. All right. So to get the most of Ayurveda, each and every one of us have to focus our attention on what it is we want out of our lives, our health, and our vitality. And then slowly and steadily, we implement practices of Ayurveda to help us restore balance. As a result, you're going to feel way better and you're also going to manage life's twists and turns with way less reactivity and have a lot more peace of mind and focus. And I don't know about you, but I'm feeling like the world is continually spinning more and more and more out of control. There's more white noise. There are more challenges. There's a greater struggle that is landing on our doorstep every single day. And I want to keep my peace about me. I want to keep my wits about me. And I want to be able to still find joy and vitality and vibrance in a world that feels upside down. So here we are. Spring has sprung. And today, I simply want to share with you 10 real-life ways that you can live more aligned with the season, with the cycles of light, with the cycle of the moon, and ultimately guide you to the ways in which that you can feel more vitality and more resilience in your life. So here they are, just 10 things. Number one, eat fresh, organic, and seasonal food. You've heard it said you are what you eat, what you are what you eat, which is true on so many levels in Ayurveda. When we eat fresh and organic seasonal produce, we are not only consuming and assimilating more vitamins and minerals, but by staying away from a lot of the fertilizers and pesticides now that are common to modern agriculture, we find that our bodies are able to assimilate these nutrients and build up less ama or toxins in the body. So, Doing your best to consume a really diverse selection and colors of fresh fruits and vegetables, whole grains, legumes, nuts, seeds, and very light dairy, and using spices to aid in digestion, things like fennel and cumin and coriander. All of these things help bring the body into balance through the lens of Ayurveda. Ayurveda is predominantly vegetarian. And so because of this, that's what you are encouraged to follow, is a predominantly vegetarian diet. We want to avoid lifeless foods such as canned or frozen foods and leftovers whenever possible. We also want to do our best to stay away from stimulants because all of these things can wreak havoc and throw us out of balance. Number two, so number one, eat fresh, organic, seasonal food. Number two, maintain a regular routine. Ayurveda always emphasizes work, working with the cycles of nature rather than against them. So we want to be regular. We want to create regulation with meals and sleeping to help stabilize our physiology and our psychology and to increase our own inner natural immunity. So number one, get your butt out of bed good and early before the sun rises to start the day fresh and do your very best to get in bed before 10 p.m. with a digital sunset at least two hours prior to that. This supports in so many ways, and I won't even get into the science, just trust me, this will support you in getting deep and restful sleep. Then exercise each morning to at least, ready for this, it's going to blow your mind, 
to at least 50% of your capacity. Not 80, not 90, 50. Be active during the day, take occasional breaks, relax and unwind in the evening. Practice meditation or at least sitting quietly without technology or a lot of stimulus around you. And just take some deep breaths, express your gratitude, pray if you pray for 10 minutes or so. These key aspects, all moderate, all short, all sweet, are all game changers in your life. So number one, eat fresh organic seasonal food. Two, maintain a regular routine. Three, mind your behavior. Positive thoughts and actions have a positive influence on our health, while negative behavior can be damaging. This is no surprise to us. AMA, as I spoke about earlier, this waste product that builds up in our body, is the root cause of disease, and it can have a basis in negative emotions as well as in unhealthy foods. So we want to turn our attention to positive emotion and positive behavior. Physiology first. Let your body embody what it is that you want in your life. So keep turning your attention to the sun. Acknowledge the negativity. Acknowledge the letdown. Acknowledge the anger. Acknowledge the struggle and then move toward positivity as quickly as you can. Don't marinate in that. If you marinate in the negativity, it's going to find its way deeply seated into your being and it will cause dis-ease and eventually it will cause disease. So mind your behavior. Focus on positive behaviors, including being honest, being kind to yourself, being kind to others, being gentle, being calm, having clear, meaningful speech, living in a world where there is order, and having general control of your five senses. Ayurveda calls these behavioral changes or behavioral practices rasayanas, or principles for mental, emotional, and spiritual health. So that's number three, mind your behavior. Number two and number one, number one is eat fresh and organic seasonal food. Number two, regularity, maintain a regular routine. Three, mind your behavior. Four, circle and back, exercise without strain. Sounds sort of crazy, but 50% of your capacity. In Ayurveda, we are encouraged to use exercise to increase our vitality, not to push us to our ultimate limits. Exercise enhances endurance, improves digestion and immunity, and it banishes fatigue. But as with everything, moderation is key. So Ayurveda encourages us to avoid pushing excessively in our capacity because we will burn out. And when we burn out, we short out. And when we short out, our tongue gets sharp and we find our coping mechanisms becoming increasingly more disruptive to our lives at large. The Ayurvedic way is to do what you can to be gentle with yourself, especially in summertime and in fall. The best time for more uh, vigorous exercise is winter and spring. And then as we move into summer, a little bit more gentle. Water sports, swimming, gardening, walking. You get it. But getting that exercise in in the morning is ideal in the lens through the lens of Ayurveda. 
And yoga is always good for all types of people, but you got to find the right kind of yoga for you. Bottom line is, yoga is suitable for all of us because it helps to balance our physiology, tone our muscles, rejuvenate organs, deepen our breath. And another one, if yoga is not quite your thing, walking is an excellent option for absolutely everyone. All right, that's number four, exercise without strain. So one, fresh fruits, fresh fruits and fresh organic seasonal foods. Two, regular routine. Three, mind your behavior. Four, exercise without strain. Five, pamper your skin. As the largest organ, your skin, and the first level of protection for your body, your skin requires attention. It absorbs everything you put on it. So it pays to use natural skincare products according to your skin type. The best thing you can do for your skin is a whole body oil massage in the morning before you shower. The Ayurvedic massage not only tones the skin, but improves circulation and helps flush out toxins from your physiology. To help you prevent the effects of aging of the sun on your skin, also stay out of strong midday sunlight and instead favor exposure to the early morning or late evening sun only. So if you want to know what kind of oil to use for that Ayurvedic massage in the morning or how to do it, here's what I'll say. A really basic coconut oil, uh, grapeseed oil, cold-pressed sesame oil, those are great options right there. Have an old towel on the floor, massage your body, circulate around the joints, and run lengthwise back and forth along the long bones, bringing everything to the center of the body, and then bring yourself into your shower. Do not use soap. What a crazy thing. Just let the hot water open the pores. The body will absorb a great deal of the oil, and then you can wipe the rest of it off dab the rest of it off when you get out of the shower. So that is pamper your skin. Number six, educate your senses. Every single one of your senses has a direct connection to the brain and a consequential effect on the whole physiology. So delicious and nourishing food satiates taste and the Ayurvedic self-massage enlivens the touch. For the sense of smell, use really high-quality essential oil blends found even at your local health food store. These can offer a really delightful blend um, of essential oils for every kind of imbalance and just go for what your body is called toward. Relaxing music is a really great way to help stimulate and nourish your sense of sound. And essentially, what you want to do is look through your eyes to the beauty of nature, to nourish your eyes, bring fresh flowers, stimulating but not overstimulating colors and textures into the sense of the eyes. This is it. This is number six, educate your senses. Number seven, tap into the power of herbs. Herbs contain both biological compounds for healing, but also the wisdom of the ancient yogic traditions from the Ayurvedic perspective. Plants are rich with intelligence and healing properties. Turmeric is an example. It's an exceptional anti-inflammatory. Peppermint is uplifting and refreshing, and lavender is relaxing and calming. The list, however, 
is endless. And as you know, as you use those things as food, as essential oil, as part of your overall sensory experience, you will find that in this way, you will definitely tap into the power of herbs. Now, number eight, live best you're able in a healthy habitat. Our dwelling in our environment can also influence our health. Doing our best to reduce indoor pollution from paints and glues and doing our best to bring in natural materials as well as having adequate ventilation, having indoor plants to bring nature indoors and to help keep the air quality pure. Also having a fountain or a water feature inside the home can also aid in tranquility and cut out external extraneous white noise. So you might check out Vedic Vastu Shastra as it's known, which is sort of like feng shui. And this will also help you bring more positive influence into your life by properly orientating your rooms and your entrances, etc. So it doesn't matter whether you live in a brownstone in New York City or in a cabin in the woods or in a basement of uh, a family member. Doesn't matter. There are ways to bring more health and vitality into your home. Okay, number nine. Stay in touch with your inner self. Do your best in this way. Improve your life with the practices of journaling, self-observation, and meditation. These things help to bring attention to what's going on in your life. They help to help you. They help you relax your body. They help you bring clarity to your mind, and they also help you release accumulated stressors. So the research shows us that meditation, a regular yoga practice, journaling to help release what we're holding on to, all of these things help us reduce anxiety, reverse aging, and even reduce blood pressure. So we're looking at how we revitalize our entire nervous system so that we can increase our creativity, our efficiency, and our vitality in life. And the result is that you will feel more greatly successful, satisfied, and at peace with all aspects of your life. Oh, and your very last one is this. Be open to life. Stay vibrantly young in heart and mind. Let go of what you cannot control, dear one. Remember that every day and every moment and every breath, you get to start over. Be open to what life brings you and adapt to its changes. Try something different. Learn something new and let your life move through you into uncharted territories, into common, regular, mundane territories, and know that this is all part of life. Be open to what is as it is. Discover the joys of life in simplicity and notice miracles. This is how we increase our happiness and our health. So, Oh, that's 10 things. Let's just take a breath. Let me walk through them again. Eat food, healthy food, whole food. Have a regular routine. Be positive. Exercise without strain. Pamper your skin. Tend to your senses. Tap into the power of herbs. Live in a healthy as possible habitat. Stay in touch with your inner self and be open to life. That's it. 
Just as promised, this week's podcast is less story and more bones. I wanted to make sure that what I share with you both inspires you and supports you with practical, tangible ways in which that you can rise into your next best and highest evolution. So if you'd like to go a little bit deeper, go ahead and head on over to brittbsteel.com forward slash here, H-E-R-E. There you will find a short and sweet meditation to get you started. You also might want to go back to the beginning of this and listen and write down these 10 points and place them on your refrigerator or next to your bathroom mirror or in your office so that you can remember to return to these again and again. These are the Ayurvedic principles that will help support you and guide you into a more vital and resilient life. If you enjoyed this podcast, I encourage you and welcome you and actually really request that you pay it forward and share it forward by sending it to your friends in email, posting it in social media, liking it where you listened. And please make sure that if you know someone who's in need of a little bit more light, that you'd send them our way because there is so much we have to offer and there's such a great community waiting for you. So please come to us and please forward this. And I look so forward to being with you next time. Until then, this is Britt B. Steele, your host for It's All Right Here the podcast dedicated to helping you rise into your next best and highest evolution. Big love to you, and we'll see you next time. Bye for now.